0: Do you feel now more than ever that you need to make a shift in your wellness? Listen to the podcast From Outer Wellness to Inner Wellness with Dr. Naz Parsian. Let's make the shift happen. How many days, months, years, or the whole life you've been dealing with problems, chaos, health conditions, including physical, mental, emotional, and you are still looking for the answer, looking for the solution. And guess what? The right answer is right close to you. The right answer is within and that's the missing part you need to connect to your inside and you need to create something which is aligned with you and your best life and your healthiest version of you and then you need to begin to create your own destiny your own health and your own life in today's podcast we're going to talk to someone who did this creation That's a real story. She created her life from hopelessness to fully fulfilled and achieved in her best version. If that is something which is resonating with you, then be with me. hello hello everyone we are already in april 2022 and you possibly know that i was a little bit away of my podcast for a few months yes i think you know from early 2022 i haven't done you know since then i haven't done any episode because i was actually focusing on making some change in my business and also some other things that perhaps was needed Uh, yeah to do (laughs) so yeah i'm here again and uh the podcast name slightly changed from outer wellness to inner wellness and also i have a new cover for my podcast i hope you enjoy i would love actually to hear uh, about your feedback if you like it or not just let me know so yes today we're going actually. We are going back to have our you know podcast with the kind of a little bit new version. Uh, so we're starting with an amazing lady, amazing um, registeredness, who is living with the USA and she's Amazon one number one bestseller author of Emerging You and the author of the Immigration memoir, angel, nightingale, motivational speaker, certified hypnotherapist, and transformational coach for higher-performing women. Sudabe Mokri. She inspires her patients, audience, and reader to a new level of understanding of the resilience of the human spirit and inspires them on to action. Sudabe is the epitome of an American dream. Sudabe so knows exactly what it, what it feels like to live a life that is shattered, filled with fear, and more hopeless by the day. Escaping her war-torn homeland at the age of 30, Sudabe discovered an inner strength she had no idea she was capable of. Her fantasy of a happy life in the United States as a refugee from Iran was replaced by a nightmare when her marriage ended shortly after she arrived. She was left alone with two young children, no money, no family or friend, and the challenge of learning a new language. Sudaba has made in her life's work to teach others how to manifest abundance while living a life of joy, serenity, and happiness regardless of their past, their current circumstances, or what seems to be a limiting future. Sudaba has worked with people suffering with heart disease, diabetes, cancer, depression, and anxiety, and chronic pain, many of whom come to her after other attempts and relapses. Sudaba believes that there is always hope she is committed to helping people live, help people live healthy and happy lives. We are each born with the power passion and determination to experience a harmonious and fulfilled life. Sometimes our challenges seem to prevent us from reaching out full potential. Limited thoughts and beliefs that we learn from our parents and communities may encourage us to give up and settle for less. That's a good and amazing quote, Sudabe. Sudabe's message in her patient sessions, presentations, and programs and writing is you are not bound by any circumstances. You can create and manifest the life you want. You own the power to create your destiny. Welcome to the show, Sudabe.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Naz. How are you? Thank you for giving me the opportunity.
0: I'm very good. Thank you for just being here. This is the first time I have a Persian professional, someone from my motherland on the show. (laughs) So you're very welcome.
1: And uh, Thank you so much. Isn't that funny that the way that we connected on Facebook, you never know, you know, that's why it's very important to put ourselves, you know, for someone to see us. And, you know, we are from different countries, you know, we are located in different countries, actually. But because of the connection with Facebook and everything, we found each other. So I'm very,
0: very proud and very grateful for that. Uh, This is actually a great point of technology. And and I guess, you know, apart from all the challenges and uh, I'm not going actually to go into those stuff, but all the challenges and, you know, chaotic situations we experienced during the last two years, I think the good point was perhaps it was, it, it provided a better opportunity for us to connect more. Don't you think so? absolutely absolutely yeah. um, I used to do a
1: lot of networking locally um but because of uh, you know the covid and everything went virtual actually it gave me a lot of opportunities uh, lots of my clients are Actually, all like almost all of my clients now—they are not even local. So it is a great thing that you know when we focus on positive, then we can attract positive and meaningful relationships in our reality as well. And you know, virtually, you know, being on Facebook, Instagram, or connecting with people all over the world is just the best thing that has happened to all of us.
0: Absolutely, I think you know it's so. That was actually my my own saying since I was away by a PhD project on spirituality, uh, life is all about connections. And we can see actually this connection could be sometimes a main cause of very diseases, you know, including this V word. <laughs> but uh, but yes, yeah, so, oh, I know that, you know, we have so much talk about this stuff. Uh, but before we go into the actual, you know, main topic, can you just share with us a little bit what brought you here to brought you here as an inspirational coach and transformational coach? and thank you so much for that question
1: yes the story of my life is um, when i was uh, growing up uh, my perception uh, of what i was hearing and what i was seeing was that i wasn't good enough i wasn't smart enough i wasn't worthy enough and i wasn't aware that that's how i was uh perceiving that believing those thoughts were in my subconscious mind until many many more years one of the reasons that i thought that i wasn't good enough because i was looking at my family and the rest of my family i thought they were tall they were beautiful people would listen to them i was more of quiet and shy person and when these days i tell people that i used to be shy they they laugh at me they don't believe that so uh, when i was 13 years old my father passed away from a sudden heart attack Mm -hmm. and that started uh, uh, for me a long journey with depression and i became more more withdrawn I was the oldest of four uh, children. My mom was a teacher. She had to have two jobs and work to help, you know, raise the kids. And as a oldest uh, uh, of four and being I was the only girl. They were, you know, three brothers. My youngest one was 2 years old. And I it was the the beginning of that I didn't have any identity. I didn't know who I was, I didn't know what I want, because my focus was to make sure that my siblings are taken care of. And while my mom, you know, had to work two jobs to provide for us. Um, Long story short, when I was uh, 18 years old, it was the time that the revolution took place in 1979. And uh, I was planning, my mom uh, wanted to send me to America actually at that time and to uh, live with my cousin, with her cousin, so I can go to school and become a doctor because after my father passed away, my passion was to just save people. And I wanted to become a doctor. I also growing up had this passion and when people will ask me what do you want to be when you grow up I always say teacher uh, or a doctor and I had no idea how I knew that it it never made sense to me I thought well everybody knew.
0: Yeah. Maybe um, in India, I don't know the impact of culture parents and that that conditioning.
1: <laughs> exactly exactly and then when I was uh, um, you know the revolution took place. I was going to learn English And after a couple of terms, so of course, because of the revolution, they closed everything. And uh, and in that process, I met my husband, which was my boyfriend at that time. And I learned uh, about more what was going on in Iran, why people are, uh, you know, having uh, protests and all of those things. And then I learned that I became an activist as well, fighting for democracy, and there were so many things that happened that i don't want you know it just takes a a long time if i go in depth in what happened at that time and that's why i wrote two books about it and talk about all of those things as well
0: interesting how professional nurse activist coach okay
1: yeah tell about (laughs) it so being an activist and i i laugh about it i said i had a big mouth And uh, I was a nursing student actually. And uh, one day uh, all over the Iran, the new government, uh, that they said that uh, they wanted to close all the um, universities and colleges, and they wanted to expel all the students and professors and everybody that they did not think, or they did not follow their ideology of what, you know, everybody has to be, you know, going back to, ages and um, hundreds and hundreds of years ago and i was a nursing student and with my, a couple of my uh, classmates we said okay we are going to the plan was for every city in iran uh, all the students and the teachers or people that were not Uh, with the government, they were against that you cannot close the colleges and university. I was one of those people that I was just sitting with my uh, classmates and we were talking when, you know, we were surrounded by um, people with knives and guns and bats and all of those things. It was in that ordeal that I was captured and tortured and beaten into a coma. So I was only 19 years old. And when, after one week, with the grace of God, I believe that everything that happened to me happened for a reason, and not that you know being tortured was a good thing, but the experience um, after another one, and then when it was you know eight years of war between Iran and Iraq, yeah. and that happened, and I was a nurse and I was taking care of the soldiers, the um, civilians that they were sick. And I was wondering, like every time with all of these things that is happening, I kept being saved, and I had that within me. It like intuitively, I thought, yeah. why everything happens uh, around me, and I am the kind of person that I I get, I become saved. Yeah. I didn't know that I had a purpose until uh, many years later. Um, we, I, was, I got married with the guy that I was dating at that time, and uh, he was an activist as well. Um, we had a four and a half year old son, and I was seven months pregnant when one day he came home and he said, I cannot live uh, anymore here because my life is in danger. And we all, I, I already knew what danger meant because I already experienced it. So we sold everything that we had, and he had to escape uh, because I was pregnant, and we didn't know what is going to happen to him. I had to stay behind, you know, uh, living with my mom and my family, and one year, two years, three years, and then my family said, "I don't think that he he wants you anymore." And uh, I thought, "No, that's not true." Anyway, long story short, is my brother that was a year and a half uh, younger than me, he said um, he was married, his wife was pregnant seven months, and they had the same situation, four and a half year old son. By then, my son was almost seven years old, and I had a two and a half year old daughter so he said that why don't i go to get my passport and take you to turkey to american embassy because that was the closest one that we could Mm -hmm. go and he was preparing his passport and everything and then he died in a car accident and you can imagine my whole life and all the challenges from losing my father from being a caregiver from being tortured from losing my brother and i felt really really hopeless um long story short again i'm just moving it forward to my husband uh, felt sorry for me and he arranged some uh, friends to uh, go to Turkey and a couple of months and I had to, I was able to come to America. And when I came to America after a couple of months, I found out that my husband already had a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I was left alone uh, with two young children. I couldn't speak the language. I didn't have any money and didn't have family. I was ashamed and to tell my family that uh, I am here alone, and my husband left me two children. So trying to figure out what what where my life is going, well, I thought, okay, I don't have anything. I didn't believe that life was worthy to live. So I thought my kids have their uh, father, Uh, he had his brother and sister here. So they had Um, uh, uncle they have they had aunt they had cousin so i decided to end my life which that didn't happen either Mm -hmm. which again coming back to the every time is a life and death situation you are
0: protected yeah that's interesting
1: yeah so um trying like okay i failed this one what is my other option I knew that going back to Iran was completely out of the picture because uh, I wanted to run away from there. I wanted to stay away and like, okay, I started praying and like, okay, I have a feeling that there is a reason I'm here. I have no idea what it is, but show me the way. And the reason I uh, always speak about we have the power to create our destiny is because when we make that decision, Mm -hmm. we say, okay, I am here, Um, this is my life, whatever happened, happened, what is my next option? What is my next step? And this is when we make that decision, I believe, from my personal life, that the doors are going to be open. whether we believe in god whether we believe in universe
0: whatever that we believe in whatever is higher power exactly yeah it doesn't matter you know how we call it yeah it's just about the higher power that can protect us and that you know can guide us in that situation actually what you what you what you shared is totally resonating with me in terms of um, just, you know, getting protected in very, very super challenging situ- situation. And, you know, the situations close to death. and I actually experienced, I was there not once many times and I totally understand and relate to what you're saying. Such an inspiring story. Yes. And what actually brought you, because, uh, you are a nurse for many years. Yes yes and what brought you after all these you know challenges what brought you to um to be did you continue nursing in us and what brought you to this part of therapy and you know it, this this part of transformational therapy or coaching
1: yes that's a great question when I started my um I, I would call it personal or a spiritual journey of figuring out and i thought okay the first thing is just i had to go back to school i had to learn how to speak english mm-hmm. and, and as i was doing my classmate would come like hey what is your name what is your story my um teacher my esl teacher english as a second language teacher came like tell me a little bit about you and i said and i told her because i was a nurse i had 10 years experience in oh, iran okay. and now yeah. i'm here with nothing and she said hey this this is school actually they have a great program for you for the nurses so, and so. yeah I, it was just that's what i'm saying that when we have that decision make that decision doors yeah open yeah and people would come to my rescue that i call my yeah. angels that's right and and i went back to school i learned english while i was learning english i took uh, classes here and classes there and that added up and uh, Actually, I have a greatest story in my first book that the way that one day I was just passing by the uh, nursing um, department in the mm-hmm. college that I was learning English. And some kind of a thought came in my mind that I had to go and talk with the dean of nursing program. Yeah. I mean, now I'm like, you know, I could barely speak the language. And I went yeah. there and I said, I wanna talk to the dean of nursing because yeah. I have a situation and uh, she was available. I didn't have to make an appointment and I was there and I was able to convince her with whatever that I was saying. And I guess that she saw the passion Mm -hmm. and the vulnerability in my energy, in my voice and everything. And that's the power. Exactly,
0: absolutely a power, yeah.
1: Absolutely. And I had no idea what I was doing at that time. I was just following because I believe that when the universe when the intuition guide us it literally moves us to out of you know when we are open and it moves us and i was there telling this dean of nursing that i can i don't have time i have two young children i cannot wait three more years to take prerequisite classes to go to you know whether or not i am going to be eligible for nursing you have to let me go right now Mm -hmm. and she said What about the other classes? I said, I take the nursing course and I take those classes. And she just looked at me like, who are you? (laughs) And she, I don't know whether she felt sorry for me or was divine intervention, whatever it was, she let me in and I promised her, I said, I I am a hard hard working person. And the three years I finished it in less than a year and a half. Wow. I became a nurse. I was working. I worked hard, two jobs. I bought my brand new house. I bought a brand new car and the kids are teenagers. And now I'm sitting like, what now? Wow. What am I gonna do?
0: I have, who am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going? That, was, that-, a, that was a question again. Yeah, and that yes. question actually is is, is constantly coming. It's not a one time question. That is actually part of the growth. So the question, who am I? Actually, it's coming every day to me. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And that question, um, you know, guided me to, um, you know, figure out why am I always sick? Because I was I, Mm -hmm. I have autoimmune disease. And imagine all the trauma that I experienced. Yes. That the trauma that affected my body. Yep. And that's what that's what we are passionate about. You know, it's not just I, I am for conventional medicine and so are you, because we are nurses. I am still working as a nurse as well as, you know, have a business and having clients. And but it is it is it is just we are a holistic being absolutely yes and yeah, the yes. medicine uh, is not taking care of it because uh, i had everything that i have never even dreamed of i created yeah. i built a yeah. successful life for yeah. myself with uh, raising two kids in in a different country in a, a strange place with nobody yeah. and i was i was rock bottom emotionally mm-hmm. and that's when i Uh, did search and research and I learned about hypnosis. I learned about um, other modalities. I learned about energy healing. I I learned about so many modalities because I wanted to help myself. I never thought that I'm gonna be a speaker. I never Mm -hmm. thought that I'm gonna be a healer. I -hmm. never thought that I'm gonna write a book. None of those. It started with you,
0: yeah. Because it's always starting with the gap that we find in ourselves that we we start feeling that we need to do something else <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely that's what i call it our pain becomes our purpose yeah and then i realized that my life was saved over and over and over again after i learned how to heal myself how to become in a, in a better um. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in a better place, whole, complete. Mm -hmm. And then I thought everybody that would come to my life, like, you have to share your story. You have to write your book. Yes. And everything added up and made me to be here because I want to help people. Yeah. Medicine, I am all for it, but that is not the only answer
0: yeah i believe
1: there are four components of who we are as a holistic being is our absolutely, physical yeah
0: mind? yeah absolutely Sorry. i believe that western and conventional medicine is more for surviving people and it's it's a good answer when there is a matter of survival somewhere But it's definitely not a good answer where is the matter of thriving and growing and just you know. uh, And that is very much involved with other situations like you know autoimmune disease, chronic illnesses, mental health issues and in those aspects. I can confidently and I'm sure that you say the same thing that confidently believe that Western medicine fails in those things uh but yes i i love actually the concept that you uh talked about the whole and this is this is definitely what i i've been doing for so many years as well and i believe that as soon as we start to separate the aspects of a human being uh we basically bridge the whole and uh, we are not whole anymore so that's why you know just dividing person to the different aspects of psychology, mental, emotional, physical, biological, whatever, they all are working together as one. Because when you do address, you know, a person as a whole, practically, um, it needs to be more involved with deeper aspects of the person that's why I am very much advocating hypnotherapy too, because hypnotherapy is going really deep inside. And, and I actually, I love that you have found, you know, that, and t- tell me about, you know, your, your story, any, if you have any stories to share with us about, um, yeah, I know that you shared about yourself, but still, if you have any specific, story about yourself, how you improve, you know, using these alternative modalities, or if you have any stories about your patients, because I can see in your bio that you just talked about, you know, uh, you've been involved with people suffering with heart disease, diabetes, cancer, depression, anxiety, chronic pain, and many of whom come to her after other attempts and relapses. So do you have any stories to share with us? You know, um, either about yourself or your patients who found these modalities really helpful and changed you know, their lives.
1: Yes, actually, uh, both of my books ha- are filled with the stories of my patient. Um, I had the honor and privilege to work with a great company and that they were using integrative therapy modality. They were using uh, mindset. They were using relaxation, guided imagery, um, aromatherapy, essential oils, and what, all of what, it.
0: Sorry, what's that company? Uh,
1: the name of the company is... Uh, uh, pathways Home health and hospice mm-hmm. in the state of California, actually, okay. and uh, it was in 2008 when um, I decided I was because the place that I was working they didn't let me uh, to use the alternative health, they mm-hmm. all of this uh, thing that I works for. <laughs> like you are a nurse, why do you need to go? You know, yeah. to yeah. other yeah. modalities. Yeah. So I I researched, and again by divine intervention, I found that place, I relocated actually from Portland to California to learn and I became a consultant. So one of the stories that is really um, dear to my heart is a story of uh, in my first book actually. Uh, I had a patient that uh, she just uh, came discharged from hospital that she had heart surgery. Mm-hmm. and uh, I was working for home health she just every day she would call she was she was calling daytime she was calling in the afternoon she was calling in the evening she was just really highly stressed and she would think that um she wanted to talk to someone because she was afraid that she's gonna have a heart attack okay. and yeah. uh, yes my uh, supervisor said hey Sudubey I think we have an urgent, uh, urgent as a situation for you to go and see this patient. Mm-hmm. So the um, when I went and I started working with her she was a very in, in, intelligent person. She was a published author. she was mm-hmm. really respected in the community but she couldn't um, you know uh, understand and she couldn't get control of her emotions. So I started with working with her very simple like do you what kind of music you like? Mm -hmm. And she said she liked classical. Mm -hmm. I said, why don't we just start playing a little bit of music. And I took her to a very simple um, relaxation technique, guided visualization, and asked her. She used to actually uh, do, uh, do a lot of uh, going to the beach, sailing with her husband, and all of those things from the past. I said, go back to that memory. I created that the memory. That's what we use as when we are doing at the beginning of a hypnosis with yep. that, bring that like a guided meditation when I say people ask what is hypnosis it's just like guided visualization guided it's, meditation it's just a deep relaxation. relaxation
0: yeah
1: Deeper. yes yeah, so you go deeper and uh, we started working and as uh, after we were done she was as I said she was very intelligent she said check my blood pressure again now right now I feel very calm and relaxed and if we would do that, uh, I started working with her three times a week, then we went to two, twice a week when they we were once a week, and then she got discharged. Uh, What happened, she was uh, feeling these highly stress and emotions of being feeling paralyzed because of the heart issues that she had. And she had a heart attack and she had to have heart surgery. She was emotionally, uh, you know, in that, was stuck in that place. And there was no amount of medicine could have taken care of her because they didn't. Mm -hmm. and just bringing her uh, showing her and helping her to get out of that trauma and focusing on something positive because that's what the hypnosis is the positive suggestion that we work with the with the client and i was able to do that in a medical setting and we i wrote you know the books and they had all the research and everything they were really up to like it's not like a woo-woo or you know something that you know people talk about it evidence-based it's 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 literally evidence-based yeah absolutely science-based evidence-based and it was to the point that she wrote a a letter to the hospital that she was she had her surgery Mm -hmm. to the director of my company and everybody said Uh, Of all these years that I have been going through my uh, health challenges and even that, I have never had any, uh, you know, never knew that it was something so simple. And she said, I told the director of the hospital, nursing, the nursing director, that every hospital has to have a suit (laughs) away. She was so sweet. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, but it is it is so the stories that the reason I wrote my books and all the stories that I share to they are all evidence and I do it because I really want and you, it is your passion as well yes. Naz, I know that that we want to bring these other uh, science-based evidence-based uh alternative uh um, completely compl- complementary medicine yeah. everything to yeah. bring that because with that we can help patients we yeah. can help yeah. community we can help everyone to be happy
0: Definitely.
1: I, am, yeah. I am much happier than i was in my 20s and 30s people yeah. look at yeah. me like oh my god uh, how old are you and they they get you know surprised it is it is not because i do anything magical it's because i went uh, with the because hypnosis. you are
0: you are connected with your own you know i, I call it inner self you connected with your own inner side and that's that connection can actually create a magic yes
1: <laughs> absolutely and also you know i healed the traumas that i yeah And that's what the hypnosis does. It goes deep into the subconscious mind. It it takes care of the root cause of every illness. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: Yeah, definitely. Yes. That's actually the biggest gap in Western medicine, because uh, it's just like that. I don't know. It's just like that when you, you know, paint your house and you are not actually you just you're just painting, you know, and just putting some extra paint, you know, on the top of the previous ones. But it doesn't really look nice when you finish because it may come with a lot of, you know, uh, I don't know, just ugly surface and not smooth and nice and, you know, consistent because you didn't actually do. The things that you needed to do with the deeper, you know, with the previous layers of paint. So it's just a very simple example about ourselves. So when we are not, and the other things, the other thing is when we are not working on the deeper layers, um, we don't have enough space. So that's why, you know, I'm usually, you know, discussing with my who just beautifully talking about positivity and you know positive affirmation or positive thoughts and i'm just saying okay yes they are all beautiful and this is something that i am doing every day as well however how about if you don't have enough space to put all these you know positive it's it's very important to create a space first yes
1: absolutely she thought that she was having heart attack several times a day and she went like uh uh and you know um i go actually in more in detail in my books like she had two caregivers one to sit literally next to her mm-hmm. and one to cook healthy food so she was she was about it like healthy food and everything but that emotional aspects of it it was just she it, she didn't have any control over it and she didn't know how to control it but yeah. once you know she got the tools like oh okay yeah. and she said she was joking she said sudebay i even have more hair my hair is growing mm-hmm. and uh, her blood pressure her uh, yeah. oxygen her heart rate we would yeah. check always before after uh, it was just one of the amazing stories and also um, i had a patient that she had a stage four ovarian cancer actually mm-hmm. And her dream was, she was going through a lot of, you know, um, chemo and radiation and all of those Mm -hmm. things. And her dream was uh, one more time for the last time, she will be able to go with her uh, um, husband, her uh, children and grandchildren, go on a cruise on a, Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. I worked with her and her tumor marker literally came down and lower and lower and lower Mm -hmm. because when we focused focus on is it's, it's that just a nice uh, dream exactly yeah. and she was able to go to to her cruise yeah. it's it just amazing thing could happen uh I and had. Then
0: what kept... happened about her condition what happened did,
1: did... Um, I I left California after that but she was still she was good she was she was
0: healing I she bet, was I bet her condition actually became better because yeah. Because it's all about, you know, you're you're familiar with the works of Dr. Bruce Lipton, the biology biology of beliefs. And it's it's absolutely scientific because, you know, the beliefs can send different signals to all single cell in your body and can change the biochemistry, everything, yeah. And we know that we all actually have cancerous cells in our body. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, there are lots of traumas just, you know, it's just like autoimmune diseases, like heart yeah. issues. It's like so many things that it just based on um, uh, my trauma, you know, from based on when I was a little kid, my belief was I am nobody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, of course, I, my body was attacking itself. I had my thyroid gland yeah. was hyperactive that uh, I had to get radiation to fix it so it Mm -hmm. was before i even know about like Mm -hmm. then i started like why these things happen why it's happened why somebody's healthy and i'm not and then when i learned about hypnosis when i learned about other alternative other modalities i understand when i learned about how trauma how beliefs work in our immune system and our body and is is this ease of the mind this ease of the emotion.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's actually, you know, creating a miracle. And, and I think, you know, all we humans need is just changing your attitude towards being open to these modalities to these ways so much for sharing I appreciate and I'm sure that you have so many more stories (laughs) I'm sure about that when we talked actually last time when we just had a chat um, you also talked about how you know you change the whole story of self-worth. And I just said, okay, maybe another time we can have a chat about self-worth because that is also very important. Uh, But I believe that in this particular, especially in this particular situation that we have every day, you know, growing uh, number of chronic health conditions, every day increasing number of uh, unfortunately immune system, diseases, cancer. And maybe we just need to stop. We just need to pause one minute and think, is there anything else that I'm missing out? I have millions of stories, you know, with my patients, with my students, and I'm sure Sudobe has more. And that's why we are here just to just to tell you the key inside of you and all you need to do is just grab that key grab that key and open the door and the door actually is just going to be opened by itself (laughs) as soon as you you see the key yeah it's just about you know being a good observant about what we have inside and this is what this is what I call a spirituality. To be honest, the spirituality for me is beyond that religion. Or I believe God. I believe higher power. But if some people don't believe that and they are they are still spiritual, that doesn't spirituality doesn't mean that believing, um, basically, a religion or you know, it's just about believing you and what you have inside of you. And the connectedness and the wholeness and all of this beautiful stuff that we talked about. So, uh, Sudabeh, just tell us uh, where, where, where people can find you, or you know, if you have any specific program to offer, or yeah.
1: Yes, uh, th- uh, definitely. I am um, everywhere. Uh, all the social media is all Sudo Mokri. I have a website uh, is www.sudobaymokri.com. Um, I'm offering a guided meditation, actually guided visualization for relaxation. They are free. Sure. And you're welcome to just go to my website. Uh, there's a link to my books uh, on Amazon on my website there are uh, I have programs that they can check. So my website would be the best way that they can connect with me. Um, I am also on Facebook. I'm also on YouTube, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. So I am active
0: on all uh, platforms. Excellent. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Just- so- Oh, it's our tradition, so the way that we finish the podcast with a final inspiring or whatever, you know, a final message, but the short message that, you know, you like to finish up with.
1: Uh, thank you. Uh, my message is, has always been believe in yourself and believe in your dream. It's never too late to go for what you really dream, have the desire that we're born with that dream and desire and that's our life purpose so just follow that believe in yourself and go for it if i did it you know with nothing <laughs> uh so can everybody else
0: excellent. thank you so much for this opportunity. excellent excellent that is so much that was i think the best the best thing to and this podcast with and we will definitely you know catch up with you later on as well <laughs> thank you again for you know being in the podcast and um yes so uh, bye for now until next time thank you so much Naz. thank you Thank you so much for listening to the podcast from Outer Wellness to Inner Wellness. I really appreciate any comments, feedback, and also your subscription. Thank you.